Hey guys, on this episode of Where Do We Start, Todd and I discuss prospecting open houses. So going to open houses unannounced in the name of meeting realtors that we haven't had the chance to build a relationship with or uh, do a deal with yet. We discuss whether or not we think it's a great idea and just a a natural part of the business or whether it's uh, overstepping our bounds, uh, rude, a waste of their time, that kind of thing. So I hope you guys enjoy. As always, thanks for listening. This is Where Do We Start? Where do we, where, 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 where do we, where, where, where do we, where, where, where do we, where do we start? So the reason why I even like to go to open houses to begin with and why, well, number one, it, it works, okay, to, to meet people. But what why it even exists in my world is because, remember, I was a real estate broker for 10 years. Right. And... It always struck me as something I enjoyed when a loan officer would come to my open houses as right. a realtor. When I was out there putting on, taking the time to put together an open house, which is it's time consuming, and then it's part of what you do, right, to try to help your seller sell their house. It was always nice to have somebody walk in the door and at least recognize your efforts. Right. And so I didn't mind. Now, I'm a different person. Not everybody's going to feel that way. Sure. And as, I might not feel that way correct. as a realtor. Right. There's going to be some that are going to be annoyed by me walking right. in the door. I'm okay with that too. Because again, remember, we talked about this a lot. It's like, I don't, it's okay that some people don't like me. Yeah. Because I like me. And I know that I'm genuinely going in to help them. And I know if they do take a chance on us when we go in, they're going to have a great experience. Right. I, I'm confident in that. So I'm not, I don't feel like I'm, if they miss the opportunity to get to know who we are and they miss the opportunity to work with us, it's kind of their loss. Sure. That's kind of how I feel about and, and it, once unfortunately. They, once they, quote, take the bait and they work with us, yeah. that that I'm happy with because I know right. our process and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got it. But everything leading up to that point, I feel like it's – I think the thing that catches me is it feels duplicitous. It feels like I'm going in there just to say hi. To be a salesperson. No, I'm not. I'm not going in just to say hi. I mean, I am, but like my ultimate goal is to see if there's anything there yeah. that we could work together and do business. Right. Like, I'm not trying to be your best friend. No. We're trying um, to find people right. we click with and, right. Right? and who have the same like-minded personalities and work ethic and how we treat our clients. And those are the people we want to work with, right? right. And we're not, there's not every, there are how many realtors out there that we really don't like their way of doing business and they're not a fit for us. Sure. And that's okay. Sure. And so we find that out when we go to open houses sometimes. The one thing about the open house is we kind of have a captivated audience. So if we can spend a few minutes and th- them get to know us a little bit at least. Right. And we've talked about this before, like that uh, first impression, right? When we right. talked to last podcast, we talked a little bit about that first impression. It's hard to even give a really good first impression, or I don't want to say that. You're giving a first impression whether you like it or not. It's hard for them to really get to know you in that short amount of time. Right. But at least right. when you go there, you may have an opportunity to talk 10, 15 minutes. Now, go back to what you talked about before with you and I going together. Right. I prefer it too. Only because, first of all, you and I, when we go out together, it's like very magical how we work together. Right, as far right. As a Something team. special happens for sure that I, draws people in. I think, and I think they appreciate that um, our connection as well, right? right. Because it is is kind of neat. Um, I was talking that last night, so you know, I play and playing volleyball now because right. of the one open house that we went to, right, right, with Rick and. Um, Rick Allen, he's with uh, Ravis. Yeah. And um, he invited me to play on his volleyball team. Awesome. It's, it was, it's been so much fun. Yeah. And last night, we, after we were done uh, playing, we had a good 
good night. And uh, he said, hey, you know, sometimes we go out after to have a, a drink. You want to come with us? So I was like, yeah, man, I'd love that. Yeah. And I got to go out and, and hang out with him and yeah. uh, two other the, our um, teammates. Yeah. And one of the other ones is actually a new realtor as well. She's been in the business wow. for about a year. Wow. And it, and it really wasn't about talking about real estate or talking about mortgages sure, or any of that sure. stuff. No, you're it's just laying the life. foundation of a relationship. In a genuine relationship oh, with right. that. <clears throat> and, right. And honestly, we talked about mortgages very little. Uh, and very briefly, but we touched on it. But I think that's how you build relationships that work Yeah, over time, right? Sure. And then they begin to trust you. And if they trust you, if they like you, then you will do business together because you, you want to do business with people you like and trust at yeah. the end of the day. And I get all that. I get steps two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, right, right. But it's the step the, one is step one crossing the threshold. I do, exactly. It is. It is. It, it, Somebody, it, some wise man once told me to cross the it, threshold. It's amazing how many different like arenas that that is true in. That the first step, the crossing the threshold step, is the hardest. Yeah, CrossFit. Jiu-jitsu, auditioning for a play, oh, right. uh, going to an imagine. open house. There are so many things where it's like you just have to walk your ass you, in the and building. And guess what happens if you don't take that step? <laughs> right. You don't have to guess. You know what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing great happens if you never take a chance. Uh, totally. It's just it's, like... I, I, I think the thing that kills me is I, there, I can't even articulate or... Uh, or logic my way out of the fear that I feel. Yeah, It's just this thing that hangs above my head. And I could say that a solution is, well, you just got to do open houses with Todd, but which I'm happy to do, but I'm not always going to have you because you're in Niantic and uh, you're in horrible health condition. So you're going to die any, <laughs> any so year cute. now. So you're just going to be gone. I can't count on you. I need to learn how to do this alone. I think it, it also hangs in front of me as a challenge of something that I'm afraid of that bugs me. I feel de- after this weekend, I felt defeated by it. Yeah. And I have to do this mental gymnastic thing where I'm like disappointed in myself that I couldn't get out the door and then also just have to say, Okay, try it again next weekend. Like yeah. I can't, I can't just like sit in the corner and Eeyore for a week. Yeah, exactly. Because I have days like that too, where I'm just yeah. like, you know, it's exhausting, dude. It, sure. It's it's a workout. People don't get it. It's to to go out, even though you're you're going out with the best intentions and right. you're sincere about going out. It's still exhausting to to go out and present yourself in a way. Yeah, and meet new people and. It can get tiring. Uh, dude, it's, uh, yeah. I. Um, it's part of what we do. It's work, you know? And, a lot of people, and, 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 and that's the thing. And I don't want people to think it's like this, like, you know, like a farm boy exhaustion. You know what I mean? There's, right. There's different I, kinds I of hard it's work hard, out there. It's hard to explain, especially if somebody... It's executive functioning. Is you're using mm. your executive functioning, and it's it can be exhausting, too. Yeah. Well, you, you know that when I first started. Yeah. I was like, most of my other jobs, <laughs> side gigs were physical jobs, yeah. coaching, landscaping, FedEx, and that has a particular brand of fatigue. Yeah. But I think this is worse. I think this fatigue, this mental fatigue that happens, starts in your brain and then just trickles to your whole body, um, is worse. It's more insidious. It's more invisible. It's like, I don't know, man. And on top of that, I didn't suffer from the fatigue of going because I didn't fucking go. You know what I mean? I just, I just had anxiety about it enough that I was like, I'm not going to go. And then I thought... 
Um, well, maybe Todd and, and RJ won't ask about it. And I thought, no, 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 I, I better get out in front of that. I'll just tell them I felt sick because anxiety is a physical condition. I'll just say I felt sick that day. And then as the day went on, I was like, you know what? Like, I, I do want to be a leader in the things that, not everything, but in in this arena, I want to be a leader with our team. Mm. And part of that is making known your failures and your humanity as well, because there's going to be new loan officers that come in. And if all they see is you and I crushing it every weekend and doing all that shit, it's not accurate. No. And they're going to feel like this isn't for me because I'm not that. Mm. I feel like, so that's what pushed me over the edge on just telling the truth. It's just like, well, I need Todd to hear it. Cause he's going to need to hear that too someday, even though you have more experience than me, you don't really need me to show you the bad side, but you may need to hear it someday. And then, RJ too to see. Sometimes we don't get it right. Yeah. No, sometimes I, I couldn't do it, you know. And I'm gonna keep trying. What I want you to see is that I'm not giving up on open houses. I, I'm gonna keep trying. But this one got me this weekend. Yeah. You know. And that's like I said. Um, I mean, don't we can't beat ourselves up over anything like that because right. it's um. I I have my own failure that you know I went out on open houses a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And met with. I don't know, seven or eight realtors. And it was a great day. Where I failed was the follow-up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. So here I had a great day. Right. And a bunch so of, much work yeah, going dude, out. And I, had <laughs> all, I did all the things I was supposed to do. I went out and I met all these great people, wonderful realtors that I met. Um, and then... For whatever reason, I got sidetracked in my own work and, you know, working on the business, in the business, not on the business, and mm. failed to follow up. I followed up with a few of them, um, but not everyone. And I saw that as a fail because I had this great connection. I spent the time to go out the door, yeah. but then I didn't spend the time to follow up. Yeah. And then it became a week late, then it became two weeks, and I'm like, it's too late yeah. to really, truly follow up sure. at this point because now it... <laughs> it looks kind of weird, right? So uh, it was a fail. There are a lot of times that you're going to go out and it doesn't result in anything. No. You forget to follow up or someone's pissed that you're there. Um, or you say something that you probably shouldn't have said. Exactly. As you're out the, uh, I said in one of the open houses I was leaving, I had a really good conversation with one of the realtors and it was really going well. And then at the end, a couple of people walked in. And she started to talk to them. I said, I'm going to let you go so you can make some money. And she, I think it offended her oh. that I said you could make some money. And I oh, realized no. it as soon as I said it and walked out because I'm like, ah, you know, she kind of, no, I'm not, I'm not making money. You know what I mean? Oh, and I, and I was walking away. I'm going, okay, well, probably didn't. You couldn't have known. I, yeah. No. And, and I didn't mean it in the way that it came across, I believe. But sure. I could see that it kind of sure. probably took a tone. On the level from one, this is this will just help me kind of see inside you in terms of anxiety level or pain level. Because for me, that would be a fucking 10 yeah, no. on pain. Like I'd go in the car and, and have to like do Lamaze breathing. <laughs> <laughs> what? How painful was that for you when you shut the car door and it was quiet? Were you like one to ten? What's the uh, the pain level that you were like? Damn it! I dropped the ball. Uh, I would honestly say about a three, and I'll t- and I'll tell you why. No, honestly, I want to tell you why though. The words came out wrong, and that mm. means I'm human. Sure, it doesn't mean that's what I really meant. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes people hear things and it's they take it. 
in context and they take it in a way they the message was received in a way that I didn't intend it to be received. Sure. That doesn't mean that's really who I am. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And so I was like, all right, well, that's part of what we do, right? Yeah. Is wordsmithing. And word, it's hard to be politically correct. Dude, what do you have, seven. man? You've got 10 minutes yeah. to not. And so I, I step made, in and it. so what did I do? I learned from it. Not, I didn't go, oh my God, my life sucks. I went, Oh, all right. I probably will remember not to say that again, <laughs> right? Because that was just kind of, it didn't come across the way I expected it yeah, to. Yeah. And it wasn't intended to, to be that way, Yeah, but it came across. And I, I felt it came right. across wrong. And that's how we learn, right? It's how we get better at wordsmithing and, and, sure. and having good conversations. We want to be able to articulate our thoughts and our feelings, convey them in a way that people receive them the way we mean them. Sure. That's the hard part sometimes, right? Yeah. I did not mean to offend her by saying, you know, you're going to make some money. Right. It, it just came across. And right. I thought about it. Like I said, it came across in a way that I knew afterwards. I was like, mm, probably not the way I meant to, right. to say that. And I'm right. like, all right, don't say that again. <laughs> right. 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 So, yeah, I didn't. Every day, you know, when I when it all comes down to it at the end of the day, I have to be true to who I am. Uh-huh. And as long as I'm true to me, I'm always genuinely trying to do the right thing for the other person. And I know that. So if somebody's offended by me or upset with me or doesn't like me, how can I be? I just can't let that bother me. Have you spent time on your own, alone, playing this over in your head? Like, have you had to come to that conclusion, like, as long as I'm comfortable with me and I'm zoned in on who I am as a person, like it feels like you had to have that conversation with yourself at some point in order to gear up to go do it. Oh, yeah. or, when you when you get beat down by the world sometimes, right. you know, people will try to make you feel bad about yourself. Right. And it's it can really be consuming if you let it. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Why do I really care what that person thinks of I me? I think you're on to something for me personally, honestly. I think I need to really just kind of meditate on that, what you're saying. Because I think the truth is in there. Some freedom is in there for me. If I really have a clear focus on who I am and someone talks to me as if I'm a self-serving dickhead, then it's a little easier for me to be like, well, clearly they don't know me. Right. I mean, how Um, seriously, think of who you are, Kyle. Right, 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 right. Genuinely who you are. Right. You are an amazing human being. You're honest. You have integrity. You care about people. You're, you're hardworking. You've got all the traits that would any human would want to have. So if somebody doesn't see that part of you right. and thinks you're a self-serving dick, well, who are they? Sure. What does it say about them? Sure. If they can't even read or see who you are. Right. Right. right? Those are people I'm okay with not doing business with at right. the end of the day. Right. Right. You have to be okay. You have to be okay with it, with getting a million no's, like you're saying. You just have to. <laughs> Those Even, are the people I don't want to be yeah. with. I really don't. Right, right. That'll be $150 for our therapy <laughs> session, please. <laughs> Where Do We Start is a podcast produced by Todd Cook, Kyle Richter, and Ronald Labeef. You can reach us at supremedanielson.com and reach out to any of us if you have questions about getting qualified for a mortgage or refinance. Thanks for listening.